Hey lady, welcome to the Elevate Her podcast. I am your host, Rebecca Mariuki, leadership coach, career queen, twin mom, and wife. If you are ready to step into the level 2.0 version of yourself, girl, you've just found yourself a cheering squad that will help you do just that and even more. From one career woman to another who navigated the challenges of being a black woman in a profession that lacked diversity with no rule book to help me figure out the keys to climbing the corporate ladder, I am on a mission to change this scene for good. In the last few years of my 10-year career, I not only overcame the challenges that held me back from the mid-level career slump I found myself in, but unlocked the doors to land big promotions in my career, become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm, get my confidence game on and become a trusted leader. If you are ready to shake off the self-doubt that's been holding you back, uncover your value, get seen, promoted, and paid like the leader you deserve to be without more degrees, qualifications, or inauthentic networking tactics, stay tuned because you are about to get elevated. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to episode 56 of the Elevate Her podcast. So over the next three episodes, I am going to be diving deep into imposter syndrome because this is such a huge showstopper that holds us back from really showcasing the best of ourselves, having the self-confidence, feeling self-worthy that we actually deserve the promotions, the positions, the pay raises that we desire in our careers. And so I really felt strongly to break this down into three episodes so that I can dive deep and talk about how it has showed up in different stages of my career, what it actually is, how it may be showing up in your career. And then in the next episode, we'll talk about the five types of imposter syndrome. And then in the last episode, we'll talk about how to actually overcome and crush imposter syndrome for once and for all, because that is what we're here to do, right? Okay, so let's dive deep into what it actually is, because the first step is to be aware. So you may have heard of this term imposter syndrome, but you don't even know that it's showing up because you don't realize that it's imposter syndrome. A lot of times we think that the reasons we doubt ourselves is because of past events that obviously are facts, but then we have interpreted the result of those past events or circumstances to become facts in the current present moment. And that determines how we show up and how we act. And I'm going to give you a few examples in that have happened in my career personally that might resonate with you and what you've experienced in your career. So the two phrases that show up a lot or that really help to isolate and to show you that this is actually imposter syndrome is the thinking that I am not mm enough. Whatever that mm means to you, just fill in whatever that word means to you. Whenever you have that thought that you are not something enough, that is just imposter syndrome. And I didn't even mention earlier that the good thing with imposter syndrome is, is just thoughts and feelings, right, that we have made facts and thoughts and feelings can be changed and you don't need to get external validation or you don't need to look to the outside to change these thoughts and feelings. You actually have control over it. But we're going to dive deeper into that in the third part of this three-part series. 
So if you catch yourself thinking, I am not something enough, that's imposter syndrome. The second phrase that resonates or that tells that there's some level of imposter syndrome present is thinking, who am I to do X, Y, Z? Who am I to be in this position? And the last thing I wanted to say about what it actually is, is, you know, imposter syndrome might show up in different stages in your career. By the way, it never goes away. You may have heard of the phrase new level, new devil. It just shows up and manifests in different forms. It never goes away. But when you're aware of it and when you have done the work to overcome it, then you are so much more equipped to make sure it doesn't stop you from taking the necessary action to get the results you want in your career. So you may be feeling like you're, you know, you'll be found out, you're a fraud, you don't know enough, you don't feel qualified enough, you just got lucky, you had a lucky streak, and sooner or later people are going to realize that you aren't as good as you seemed to be on paper or you aren't as good as they thought you were. So all these are symptoms of imposter syndrome. And even the most famous and most talented of people in the world have experienced it. And that really just goes to show that no matter how good you are at what you do, it just never goes away. You just learn to hold through it and to take the action anyhow, whether it's perfect or not. And Maya Angelou is one of the ladies who talks about her experience of imposter syndrome. So she's been heard on the record talking about how she's written so many books, but each time she thinks, uh-oh, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everybody and they're going to find me out. That's Maya Angelou, the most famous of writers speaking like that. So you can imagine how this shows up even in the most successful people's lives and careers. And so how it may be showing up in your career is you might be feeling you're not qualified enough. And I felt like this for a long enough time in my career, not feeling qualified enough. So I stepped into my first boardroom meeting when I was about the age of 25, I would say, 25. And everyone in the board meeting they had experience that were the same number of years as my age, right? They were old enough to be my parents. And I would just sit there and ask myself, my goodness, Rebecca, who do you think you are to be in this room? Because all these people know so, so much, right? Who do you think you are to actually show up over here, right? And it may be showing up differently in your career, but that feeling of being underqualified is a very, very common feeling, especially if you are in a very competitive industry. So if you're in the consulting space, management consultants, in the big four audit firms like I am in, or if you're just in a very high performance organization and industry, this shows up a lot because you're obviously surrounded by people who are either way more experienced than you or are really super smart, you know, that's why they're in that organization. And by the way, that's why you're in that organization. But for some reason, we tend to downplay our achievements and what we know and our experience because of imposter syndrome. You might also be feeling imposter syndrome when you are afraid to speak up and ask for a pay raise or ask for a promotion because you don't feel you're worthy of it. So you know you deserve it, but you don't feel you're worthy of it. Or you have this fear 
that one day they'll find out that you actually didn't deserve that promotion or pay raise, or one day you'll slip up and make a mistake down the road and it's just safer for you to not ask and to just be complacent and to, you know, be grateful for what you have. I'm popping in here really quickly because I want to know, are you looking to accelerate your path to the next promotion, increase your salary and make more money in your career, or pivot to a new career path in a more senior role in the next 6 to 12 months, or maybe you want to increase your visibility as a trusted leader in your field, then Design to Lead was made for you. In my signature private coaching program, together we will use my MVP method, mindset, visibility, personal branding to help you make your goal a reality in 6 to 12 months or less. This is the method I used to become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm. If you want to learn more, head over to bit.ly forward slash design to lead or click the link in the show notes and let's get your career elevated. You might also experience imposter syndrome if you work super, super hard, right? And the superhero is one of the types of imposter syndrome, by the way. So you might be working so hard to validate yourself and to get validation from the people you work for to show that you actually deserve to be there. And you might also be feeling that if you're not working hard, you might actually have this guilt that you should be working or you might have this guilt that other people are noticing that you're not working. And so you tend to put in a lot of hours to show that, you know, you deserve the pay raise or the promotion. And that actually works against us as women a lot, especially if you are a mom, because on the one hand, you'll be working hard, but on the other hand, you'll also be experiencing mom guilt. And then when you try to balance with your social and family life, then you feel guilty on the other side that you're not working as hard as your peers. And then you're just in this spiral constantly with so much noise in your mind that you need to be working 24-7 all the time, literally. I'm popping in here really quickly because I want to know, are you looking to accelerate your path to the next promotion, increase your salary and make more money in your career, or pivot to a new career path in a more senior role in the next 6 to 12 months, or maybe you want to increase your visibility as a trusted leader in your field, then Design to Lead was made for you. In my signature private coaching program, together we will use my MVP method, mindset, visibility, personal branding to help you make your goal a reality in 6 to 12 months or less. This is the method I used to become a director at just the age of 32 in the largest global audit firm. If you want to learn more, head over to bit.ly forward slash design to lead or click the link in the show notes and let's get your career elevated. You might also be experiencing imposter syndrome if you feel that the only reason you haven't gotten the promotion or pay raise is because you haven't gotten that extra certification or qualification. And I hear this over and over and over again from the women that I coach and the women that I interact with in the DMs on Instagram and LinkedIn. When I ask them what's holding them back, their response is, I haven't gotten that extra degree or Everyone in the level above me has this additional certification. And while that might be the reason, it is really not the main reason. 
the main reason why you don't have that promotion is because you're just not showing up or embodying the person with that promotion achieved, right? You're not embodying yourself, next level self. And if you do that, your results and the actions you take will be so much more effective in your quest to get that promotion, that next level position, that pay raise. And someone sent me a post from the Harvard Business Review that they posted on their Instagram page. And they did a study of 5,000 job descriptions for C-suite roles. And what they were saying was that landing a job in the C-suite is no longer about your expertise. What companies are really looking for in leaders is your social skills. And social skills just come from embodying that next level self, embodying the leader in you that is in you, but doing that now so that people can recognize that you actually have the ability to lead and to operate at the next level. So those are just some of the ways that imposter syndrome might be showing up. Oh, and the last one that I wanted to talk about was comparison syndrome. So this is just another form of imposter syndrome. So you feel that there are certain career standards in your industry. And when you don't meet one or more of them, you then feel that you're not worthy enough to be asking or in a position to be asking for promotions, or you just feel that you don't belong, to be honest. And the reason why you have comparison syndrome is because there's some sort of self-validation or self-worth that is lacking. This might be from past experiences. This might be from your childhood, maybe growing up. You had siblings who may have been really good at certain subjects or certain sports, and you might have struggled in a few, or your parents really used to you know, hammer you down. I'm not saying hammering literally, but, you know, they really used to be disappointed and upset when you wouldn't get good grades compared to, you know, number one. So if you were number one, you know, it was number one or nothing at all. If you are from a black family, you can probably resonate with what I am saying. And so that feeling of constantly have to compare yourself with others really just stems from imposter syndrome. It is not factual. It's just imposter syndrome. And I just wanted to share one more story so that this resonates with you. So I had, it wasn't a board meeting. It was an executive meeting three, probably four years ago. And I remember this is probably the lowest point in my career. But that experience, I made it a fact in terms of what it meant in terms of my capabilities for quite a long time because it was such a humiliating experience, to be honest. So we went for this executive meeting at probably the, the largest insurance group in Africa. And all the CEOs of that insurance company were in the room. The Africa CEO was there. The local CEO was there. The big CFOs, you know, like really heavyweight people in the organization were there. And we had gone to share some insights on the industry, which is something we do annually in my team. So we prepare this report. And then we share it with industry. So I was tasked with doing the presentation. So it was me, my boss, and his boss. And as I was starting to do the presentation, I realized, oh my goodness, these numbers that were on the slides were totally off. And so, you know, I trusted my team because we had already completed the report and the numbers were there. So I trusted that they would just pull out the graphs from the report and put them in the PowerPoint slides. But for some reason, 
things just got lost in translation. And what was in the PowerPoint slides was very glaringly and obviously wrong. And even if I divided the numbers by a thousand as I was talking, or I think I tried to divide them by a million, it still didn't work. And the Africa CEO and the local CEO were sitting next to each other on the other side of the boardroom table. And they were just laughing their heads off. Well, silently, they were laughing out loud. But I mean, they were really chuckling because they could see that these numbers were literally a joke, to be honest. And, you know, I had to continue with the presentation. And I remember my boss's boss was just nudging me and telling me to just continue and not stop because I wasn't sure whether I should pause, whether I should apologize, whether I should just continue on as if nothing has happened. And so I continued with the presentation until the end. And very interestingly, at the end of the presentation, when we were just doing our goodbyes and greeting everyone at the end, the two CEOs came up to me and really thanked me for the presentation. And at the time when I was presenting those first few slides that were not correct, I literally wanted the ground to open up and bury me, literally, because that was just so humiliating. And I just couldn't forgive myself for how I missed such an important aspect because there were quite a few graphs and quite a few numbers. And I really couldn't explain, you know, because I was responsible. So I really couldn't explain why, you know, I literally just dropped the ball in that event. And that defined my actions and how I was showing up in work for a long time because I made that mean that I, you know, I didn't belong. I was underqualified. I was punching above my weight. All these many things that we make these circumstances or past events define. And it's just imposter syndrome, to be honest. So in next week's show, we're going to dive deep into the five types. And then we'll close off in the last part with how to actually overcome and crush imposter syndrome for once and for all. I hope you found this useful and I will see you next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Elevate Her podcast. If you found this helpful, I would be forever grateful if you left a review of the show right here on iTunes or your favorite podcast listening app. If you would like more support and inspiration to elevate your career, go ahead and connect with me on LinkedIn at Rebecca Morioki. Or if you're an Instagram girl, let's connect over there. See you on the next show.